Hello and welcome to the Renaissance Polymath. I'm your host, Toby Gagnon, and on this episode, I would like to discuss becoming a firearm owner on a budget of about $1,000. Let's go ahead and get things started. In my journey of becoming a firearm owner, there was so much that I didn't know or understand. I didn't have someone to provide suggestions or guidance on what to expect, best practices, or things to consider. I only had the mandated class that I took and the information provided by the instructors over those 10 hours to give me that guidance. Additionally, and I know I'll be dating myself here, the internet and YouTube wasn't the resource that it is today. Even if it was, I wouldn't even know what to begin searching for to help me on my journey. Unfortunately, I believe the internet has become such a rabbit hole that finding reliable and good information today can be difficult because it's tough to distinguish the good information from the noise, misinformation, and bias that is so prevalent. Over the next few minutes, I hope to be a source of good information when it comes to starting your own journey into firearm ownership. Enough mucking about, let's get into things. Before your purchase, and before becoming a firearms owner, I implore you to do your homework. Research the laws regarding the ownership of different types of firearms and accessories in your location. Specifically here in the United States, those laws may change by state, and in some cases, may even change by county. I also encourage you to research instructors, locations, and or clubs where you can learn about and practice with any firearms that you may purchase. Understand your use application, as this should be used to help determine the type, the caliber, and more when it comes to buying your first firearm. Lastly, I would suggest to go to a friend or a location that allows you to rent or try different calibers, sizes, types, and more of those different firearms that fall into the category that you're interested in. It is one thing to be able to go to a store and put hands on something you want to try, and something else entirely to be able to feel what it is like to use that tool. Let's move on to purchasing your first firearm. I would encourage you to determine a total budget that you have available, and then allocate at least $600 toward the firearm that you want to purchase, and in some cases, it is more than that. Because we're looking at a budget of about $1,000, this is going to take up a majority of that budget. Why $600? Well, in the most layman's terms, you get what you pay for. And to find something that is reliable from a quality manufacturer that backs their product with a good warranty, you're looking at approximately $600. Yes, there are other options available that are less expensive than that, and in some cases, much less expensive than that. But... Again, you get what you pay for. Don't be afraid to buy something that is used, provided that you know where it came from and that it was used properly and not abused, or have it checked out by a competent gunsmith or someone you trust. Next, fulfill any special requirements that your location requires. This includes permits, paperwork, training, and more. Choose a caliber a size, a type, and a manufacturer that you trust and that you are comfortable with. Moving on, let's talk about some additional items to budget for. 
firearms are useless without ammunition. And my recommendation is to have at least 10 magazines or cylinders worth of ammunition on hand available for that particular firearm. This means if your capacity is 10 rounds in a magazine, then I would recommend having at least 100 rounds available to you for that gun. If you have a second or third firearm that is also chambered in the same caliber, it is not by caliber, but rather by firearm. So I encourage you to have at least 10 magazines or cylinders worth of ammunition for each firearm. Also, consider budgeting for useful accessories. These include holsters, slings, lights, optics, and more. All told, I would suggest budgeting at least $200 to get you started for additional items to be used in conjunction with your firearm, like ammunition, accessories, lights, optics, etc. Next, furthering your education. Sign up for and take training, starting with basic classes. Practice on your own with what you've learned in those classes. You don't always have to practice with live fire, i.e. live ammunition at a gun range. Dry fire is extremely effective and used a lot by professionals who are at the top of their game in their given profession, whether that's the shooting sports or a law enforcement officer or an elite operator in a military. Realistically, expect to spend somewhere between $100 and $200 for six to eight hours of a quality education by a reputable instructor. And the last piece is storing, traveling with, and carrying this firearm safely. All firearms are required by law to come with a locking mechanism, but I would recommend more than that as the locking mechanisms that most firearms come with, while checking the box to do that job, aren't necessarily the most effective or efficient at doing that job. Also, know that children are curious and much smarter and way more resourceful than most adults give them credit for. Starting at home, make sure you have a lockable case, cabinet, or safe. And this can cost anywhere between $10 or $1,000 or more depending on the size and security you're looking for. Ensure that you are following all laws applicable to your permit or license privileges when traveling. If you're going to take something away from this episode, please let it be that there is more to being a responsible firearm owner than simply fulfilling the requirements, passing a background check, and putting down some cash. Know that from the moment you make the decision to own a firearm, it is your responsibility to ensure it cannot fall into the hands of someone who is unqualified, irresponsible, or barred by law. It is not something to be taken lightly, but it is absolutely a right each human being has. So, a quick recap of this episode when it comes to becoming a firearm owner on a budget of about $1,000 is to budget about $600 for the firearm you're looking to purchase, Another $200 for some additional items, such as holsters and ammunition and things like that. Another $200, let's say, for a class, which brings us up to about $1,000 already, and then some sort of locking mechanism or storage and security mechanism 
for that firearm itself. And again, that could be $10 on up and the sky's the limit. That about wraps up this episode, but I would encourage you to do your own continued research and education. I'll make sure to link to the things that I discussed in this episode in the show notes. I know that this episode was a bit heavier by comparison to the previous ones that I've released, but it's important to understand that this is a very serious topic, and safety should not be something that is taken lightheartedly. A moment of ignorance, laziness, or negligence could lead to an accident or possibly death. Don't worry, though, because on the next episode, I will be back to the lighthearted nature and be discussing the National Firearms Act. If you have any feedback, feel free to send me an email at podcast at therenpo.com. That's T-H-E-R-E-N-P-O.com. I would also appreciate it if you left a review wherever you podcast. That helps this show be discoverable to others and helps me understand where things can be improved. Don't forget to subscribe and auto-download new episodes so you don't miss any of the future topics. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch you on the next episode.